Welcome back to PredatorMinute.com. <laughs> yes, I got you again. <laughs> Welcome to Predator Minute. I am Cliff from PredatorMinute.com. <laughs> and I'm Aaron, also from PredatorMinute.com. And it, this is the podcast where we watch one minute of Predator at a time. When wished out on a broke dick dog. All right, we're in it now. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Friday episode, I knew it. We're on minute 95. We are rapidly closing in on the finish line. We're going to miss all of our fine listeners. I'm going to miss all of our great guests. We've actually got a return guest Uh coming in to fill for the last minute uh, on Thursday. Our our, Get to the Chopper guest. Our Get to the Chopper guest, Leo, uh, was called away to a helicopter. Oh, 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 okay. Leo. Oh, yeah. Leo was was on. Oh, yeah. Yes, you were Get to the Chopper. Leo had to get to the Chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leo gets. And, and yeah, and Dave here said, get to the chopper. Yeah, because he's been trained. I want to get back on. Yeah, yeah exactly. he's on. Because you want to talk, talk about this particular minute, I was told. So you, <laughs> True. you petitioned us. Uh, you filled a bank accounts to the right number. Yeah, he did. Uh, I, do, I feel like I've... I, I, it's, a positive it's, one, which is all we're looking yeah. for. It's another pinnacle moment. I mean, I was mm-hmm. here for get to the chopper, right? Yeah, you mm-hmm. were. And now I'm here for like the up, all. close, and personal... Ah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're the, seeing the it meet now. and greet between right. the uh, predator and Dutch, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, how you doing? That's, I've been this... working with you for a long time and never formally <laughs> yeah. introduced. The first myself. official handshake. Yeah. 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 We don't know uh, what Next the predator's culture is like. <laughs> this is just a standard way. To... He thinks he's speed dating. Yeah, he might be. He's like, well, I've gone through the other suitors. I found them yeah. wanting. This, <laughs> this, this, this clamp. <laughs> a hole in his chest, though. He's seen nice. This clamp means hello and goodbye. Yeah. Clamps. <laughs> All right. Clamps? Uh, so uh, yeah, this minute begins with uh, Dutch predator coming out of nowhere, <laughs> and Wolverining Dutch. Oh, you know the classic much, like yeah. the yeah. third claw about the yeah. snicked, and uh, it ends with the predator um, s- releasing gassing. the gas from his uh, magic his helmet. Spear <laughs> magic helmet. Yeah. Uh, I've got one note. I'm gonna bring it up before we get to the the thing I can't say the because minutes. of legalistic reasons. Oh yeah, the minutes. Of the minute. And I just want to point out how Damn. sort of angry I am uh, because before I had watched this minute how by minute, I had oh, I'm like, um, I'm about two predator arm explosions. Wow. Out of anger. Wow. Because we've seen so much blood coming off this predator. Yeah. And all he's got, and we show in this minute, is the tiniest little ankle injury. And I'm very angry because there's already been a precedent set that before when he got shot and he had that sort of thigh injury yeah. that he had to do all that triage for, that left like one little tiny bit of blood. And now he's got what looks like a small nick on his upper calf. And apparently that's cost him 22 points. Yeah, but have you ever hit yourself in the shin with a bicycle pedal? I think that's what he did. I think that's what happened. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you think it would be great to see the predator just holding it, rolling back and forth? Just waving him off. I, I can't fight now. Oh, God. Oh, that smarts. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, this is I could nonsense. do the Peter Griffin just keep yeah. going. But, yeah, um, it's yeah. just super annoying that they've set us up with all this blood, and that's, like, all he's got. Well, it's, and, and it was uh, the, the previous minute. It started with a very thick... Well, dripping of okay. blood to sort of yeah. draw your but, attention. But still, when we see this blood, we see it like in his ankle armor thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe it's pulled. Like maybe he did reopen his thigh wound a little bit, and it's just running down his leg and pulling mm-hmm. there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, it should I'm be just... dripping right now if it was dripping off the ledge. Yeah. Right. Well, let's talk about it right now. Why okay. don't you walk us to this? Okay. So the minutes 
of the minute. TM. Um, so Predator comes out of nowhere and immobilizes Dutch with his blades around his neck. Uh, Predator picks up Dutch and pushes him up against the tree. It looks like he picks him up by his rib cage. And he does. He gets him, him right under his right shoulder and he kind of does a throw. Neck. And yeah. that's when we get the... <laughs> okay. And then uh, he looks at Dutch through Predator vision, presumably looking at his skull where his nose is emitting no heat. And then the Predator walks away. Uh, we see blood on the ankle at that point. And if his nose doesn't Dutch, oh, sorry. emit any heat, how does it smell? Well, we'll talk about that, but... <laughs> smells pretty bad. But then the Dutch, there you go. Uh, he's left at the base of the tree, and uh, the Predator walks off, turns around, and starts removing his helmet by... Off. First, we presume he's going to remove his helmet. He seems to be off-gassing his helmet by removing tubes mm. from his helmet. And Just one like so far. Spaceman yeah. suit things. Yeah, he is a spaceman. Yeah, well, he's he a space a, alien. He's a spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, I think the, the greatest thing about this is we ended the previous minute with talking about how calm, cool, and collected and relaxed Dutch was because yeah. he was in the water again, his yeah. home away from home, apparently. But now and he's resting got, yeah. and in, immediately... Yeah. Immediately thrown into turmoil. Yeah. Yep. Got some got some metal claws around his neck and yeah, again he's, he's ready to get Predator killed. covers a lot of ground in a very short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. They're both kind of ninja esque because earlier we saw a minute before you arrived, Dave, earlier in the week, where uh he the Predator jumped off the thing and landed next to Dutch. Yes. And then he didn't see him, so he turned to his right, Dutch and the log, and Dutch managed to swing himself up under that log in that time. So they're both sort of stealth moding each other. Yes. Mm. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, now we've got the 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 actual meet and greet. They now have looked each other in the eye, or at least the predators held Dutch up against a tree and looked him in the eye. Um, what do you think Dutch is like thinking at this point? Because I'm dead. He's obviously, yeah, he but he's, he's not die. even swinging yeah. at him. No, because he he figures it's over. Yeah, he's like, oh, this keeps getting better. Wonder how bad it's gonna hurt. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I would. But he's also already thinking like, all right, something's going on because this guy could have killed me. He put the blades around my neck. Yeah. So he's keeping me alive for some reason because he kind of, you know, and we've been giving him a lot of credit for eye acting, but uh, also dialogue for a minute. Um, unless we count, yep. let me get some uh, a dialogue for a minute. Yeah. You know, yeah, I you pointed to out too. Uh, just because no, that's not dialogue. <laughs> he he grabs him by the sort of uh, right armpit, but then when we see him, he's got his arm around his neck, so he yep. threw him and then immediately shifted his grip somehow to hold in him midair. Yeah. Mm. Um, thus establishing his height is about seven to eight feet. Now he's going, what a nice trophy. Yeah, and he's man. turning his head back and forth, and you just see Schwarzenegger sort of eyeballing him, but like he looks scared, yeah. but he must be sort of calculating even in his sort of adrenaline-filled way of like, okay, this guy hasn't killed me for some reason, mm. even though he clearly could have. And, and able to hold Dutch up against the wall, tree, mm-hmm. rock, whatever it happens to be. Uh, with one hand and a finger, even rest, yeah. you know, caressing his cheek at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Um, a lot of strength right there in the palm. I mean, yeah, yeah he's, he's going to toy with him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, if I were Dutch at this point, I would not only be scared, but I'd be kind of proud at this point because it, it would seem clear to me that this predator guy, once you know, he thinks I'm worthy of like a good little, you know, scuffle. You know, bring it to fisticuffs or whatever you want to sure. call it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, three o'clock um, in the uh, playground. That's right. Time. Yeah, that's, right. It's, that's literally what this is. Three it's o'clock. Like, I keep wanting references to I'm old going school to fight you at three o'clock after class. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's he had originally killed a twelve-year-old yeah. like bully. <laughs> more power time. I know. Those twelve-year-old bullies are just you know they're nasty little kids. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, any predators you can get. Well, probably the predator. <laughs> Let's not talk about 12-year-olds and predators. Let's move on from this completely. I would, I would just imagine a more modern version <laughs> where the predator is like kind of on the internet, you know, is able to kind of get to our system. And he's he's cyberbullying. Like, well, no, he's like, he sees all these people like, fuck you, I'll fuck your ass up. And he's like, oh, this guy seems like pretty tough. He's probably Earth's greatest champion because he keeps telling me how he's going to kill me. He's so tough. And it's a nine-year-old playing Fortnite or something. And he's that like, would be so awesome. God damn it. A nine-year-old will have He's like, apparently you're Earth's greatest warrior. He's like, that's right, bitch, I'll kill you. Yeah, and he finds him and realizes that this nine-year-old doesn't actually know his mom at all. Let alone. How did you know my mother? So right? wait, does he kill the nine-year-old and the mother? I don't understand. No, he oh. he's... He loses not worth to the his time because the nine-year-old owned pawned. Oh, he pawned him. him. He got pawned. Murder's <laughs> <laughs> <Fred is> like. <laughs> <laughs> he just got pawned. That's the sound of the pawning. Yeah, yeah. That's the sound of the man. So, what do you yeah. think? What do you make of the, um, you know, the predators clicking yeah. sounds? Right, his communication sounds. Yeah. Is he? communicating is he because it's not I think you might want to think it's it's almost like a sonar thing but now they're face to face so that's not what it yeah, is what's I, the clicking it's I, just i would say that it's like some sort of victorian sort of like communication like it's victorious like, no oh. victorian he's like oh, oh yes sir you're, you're a formidable enemy a formidable poe oh i see he's sort of yeah. formally calling him out into yes. the ritualistic style of battle yes which ritualistic battle yes that's, that's see right. i think it's I'm gonna fight with top hats he understands and that Schwarzenegger, the Dutch, doesn't understand him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he knows that he has to communicate through that thing. So he's probably just saying stuff in his native language, which happens sometimes when you're in a foreign country. God you're like, damn it. You're like, oh, I need to get uh, dos tacos, please, yeah. por favor. You know, he's like throwing in his language with the other language. Yeah. But it also makes me realize where exactly is that device that plays sounds? It must be one of his wrist things and not through his helmet. Right, because later on we hear him doing his human sounds thing. Right, but his helmet's off. I feel like those the clicking. Face I mean, it's just off. it's to make it sound like a creature, like an animal. I think that's that's all, um, you know, biological. That's not a machine. That's not a equipment. That's oh, his that's natural. what I'm saying. That's his natural speech. Because yeah. for some reason, not using Earth speech, even though he knows that they don't. So speak basically, in predator language, he was probably saying something along the lines of "This goddamn ferret! All right, I'll fight it and put it down." Well, yeah. you know, and he's doing it while he's turning his head side to side, sizing him up, yeah. wondering, you know, what's this all about? He's gonna yeah. make a great trophy. He's gonna think make a great it. story. Even though he's been hunting the bar. this whole time, all these different people, he doesn't. He's hasn't been this close. Right. He hasn't gotten this close of a look at one of these. Unless he messed around with uh, Billy a little bit. May have messed around with Billy a little bit. I could see that. Well, I'm just saying he could have like spiked him through the jaw and held him up. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Billy had a nice jaw, and really, definitely, so did uh, Jesse Ventura. So if he's doing it for some oh, sort of like... Jesse wasn't jaw. a slap, a slack jaw, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah, right. are, those, <laughs> are those jaw bones on his n- necklace that he wears? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. We Teeth, didn't really get a look. Yeah, we started to get to see a little Oh, yeah, he, he does have those little, like, uh, mm. those little animals that he killed, presumably when he was, like, a little wee predator or something. Mm. Yeah. First kill. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously going for an aesthetic of, like, a, a sort of tribal, you know, more basic thing, you know, trying to evoke the watcher to be like, oh, yeah, this reminds me a little bit of what I've seen of primitive peoples in... 
you know, the islands of the southeast or in Africa. Because we know that everybody that's seen this movie has has seen people, indigenous people. Well, I do not. I think you use certain iconography to say, like, oh, that's what that's supposed to signify. That's right, because some some 13 year old kid in the 80s was like, oh, remember our trip to Fiji? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. But they've probably seen a cartoon, and that's how they go, oh, (laughs) this guy's hunting an animal, and he's always got bones around his neck or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, mm. yeah, I think it's sort of a weak... Crocodile sort of, Dundee, maybe? Yeah, he does actually. Does he wear, he wears, yeah. he wears crocodile tooth. That, right? Yeah, he does. Sure. So, so let, let, Who do you think would win? Uh, crocodile with the, Dundee? With or, the Bowie knife? I don't know, uh, but the Predator has the forks coming out of his. Then he, yeah. the, the Predator could really do yeah, the whole... That's not that's a knife, knife, and then the Predator's right. like, oh, shit, he would, that's a hell of a knife. He would yeah. win knives... Was it Knife and Spoonie? Knife and uh, so I, I one interesting thing. So the, the very beginning, the first thing that happens, you know, Dutch is all calm, resting. He's exhausted because he's in the water, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 no claw comes down over his neck. Uh, that's a really precise distance between two prongs of the. Yeah. Is it designed for the human neck, or is it just randomly? He's lucky. He knows that he's got this thing that is that size. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think he got lucky um, because his neck is about as big as human necks get. <laughs> yeah, so he was probably like, "Oh shit, Rose is gonna be that close." Because <laughs> think about it, outside of that, cool. outside of that particular situation, what do you use that for? Well, I mean, I guess if why have to, to just one blade, you get Billy. two blades. Well, yeah. Yeah. well, if if you were just for for killing, maiming, what have you, you would have a blade in the middle as well. I would think. Well, I would think. I think you just you wouldn't want one, right? Because someone could just sort of slide off that one. It could just sort of you know your prey could fall off. But if you got two, it gives you more of a a grip. It gives you more of like because he likes to pull things yeah. up into mm-hmm. trees and then do his business up there, like skin them. So I can imagine two is good. We design our own things like that when we're barbecuing and we've got the skewers. That's two because you can grab yep. the steak and flip it over. Right. It's perfect so I think it's not just for killing; it's for grabbing. Torso. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're just giant steaks to them anyway. So I'm good yeah. with that. And I just figure any miscalculation in this movie ends early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You should well. see the outtakes. <laughs> you know, if, if some of the some of the constants and. What the heck is... Oh, is that the L going by? Yeah. yeah. I forgot that we moved our studio to Chicago. One time. of us is in Chicago. <laughs> Try and guess which one. I thought I would just set up a waterfall in here to represent the waterfall in the movie. Uh, Try and make the yeah. studio very immersive. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like this. I like this yeah. poly work. And now yeah. that's like... What is that? A jet? Oh, I, I hired... Uh, what's his name? Michael Winston or whatever to... <laughs> From Police Academy? He's yeah. just doing... Michael Winslow. Uh, Michael Winslow, yeah. yeah. Hey, do, 20 do the car that won't start. <laughs> The really loud guy driving by. I like the helicopter myself. Yeah. <laughs> My whole voice has been him this whole time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's amazing work. That's great work. Does. You guys shot him out. Ten bucks. <laughs> um, so one thing that we have not done. I know you're jumping in late, but I believe <laughs> that. Uh, how did our budget of working out? We're able to uh, get that uh, seven forty-seven. Were we able to get that high-speed jet, the private jet, to bring Leo back? Oh, this week. I think so. I think yeah? so. Good. I was able to work it in. I at least, yeah. I'll have to check our books, but uh, uh, we needed a drink for the week, and yeah. we have two people. What do we do about that? What do we do? I think, uh, let me see if I can get the guards to let our... Leo? Do we have Leo back? <sighs> oh, here oh I God, am. There he is. The man on the scene. Oh. <laughs> so. He's the man on the scene. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were doing... Uh, what is that? The crows of some kind? 
Um, the Black Crows? Yeah, that, yeah. Otis Redding. But, you know, Otis Black, Black Crows did a cover of it, too. You know, ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the point is, the yes, drink. The drink. Right? Have you had so, a chance to think? So, you know, we were away doing your we have, rescue mission in Timbuktu. We mm. had some interesting ideas here involving the predator blood, right? We talked about maybe a little absinthe, chartreuse kind of thing going on there. Get the green going. I heard you guys did a Midori thing, right? We did, we did do a drink called Predator Blood. I know that Ooh. we had also talked about doing something with Dutch's eyes because they play such a prominent part. I like and maybe that. doing a like mudslide with two. We got lit. lots of rock, onions, so I don't two, know. Like, mudslide with two cocktail on onions. We talked about mudslide, mudslide with, two with two cocktail onions. Yeah. Just sounds like something you dare your like frat brother to drink. So. Ooh. <laughs> Sure, I'm down, but yeah. I like I like where your head's at. Where we're sticking. Yeah. Yeah. I would like. I do think that doing something around Dutch's eyes. I throw a couple oh, of marshmallows yeah. in there, a little bit of a blue food Ooh. dye on them. You know, then the mudslide. Ah, okay. The that stays ah, about there we go. Yeah, there or just go. like a alcoholic hot chocolate. What if we did hot chocolate for the mud? Ooh. Okay. Throwing a little frangelica. Oh, oh. Crimson cacao and a couple uh, a couple mini marshmallows. Yeah. Marsh- I'm attempting to and, roast the marshmallow. And if you, if you can, just a little dot of the blue food dye to, to, no, to no. accent the blue, the blue, blue in the Austrian eyes. Blue oh, curacao. blue curacao. So we have a drink. Let me write this down. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm. Got That's it. got a little orange. You don't see that with the chocolate a lot, but it pairs surprisingly well, as citrus like often this. does with uh, so peanut butter it's and hot chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> it's uh, Frangelica. You're gonna need some Kahlua. What do we Kahlua. call this? We yeah. call this like Dutch's eyes, man. Dutch's Dutch eyes. eyes. Well, I don't know. Dutch's eyes are intense stare. Uh, fun historical note: Curacao yeah. is a word that comes uh, from Portuguese, right. but it's actually from Dutch colonies. It's a Dutch colony, That's yeah. right. That's where those places are. Okay. Uh, where that orange liqueur comes from. All right. Yeah. And again, it, though it's colored blue, it tastes like Two oranges. Marshmallows with a drop of blue curacao in each. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was a great. He's for flying all the way back for that. Yeah, you know that was worth it. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you don't have to tell us. My, my time, my my time, and my carbon offsets were worth it to collaborate on I that totally particular agree. drink. That is way better than the bleach and the uh, fabric softener and other ingredients I'd seen in your closet earlier that I thought you might have to build up. something out of. <laughs> I mean, it it got me messed up. Yeah. yeah. So. Got- <laughs> I, I think know. I, I, I think, think I dropped, I'll ever recover. I think I dropped it in my eyeball. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the blue cursor. Yeah. So <laughs> while you were gone, we had a great discussion in the green room. I want to finish off. I want to finish off this week, this Friday, if we could, on a serious, serious discussion. Mm. Capital S, capital D. Mm. TM. Can we do that? TM. Child um, wait, so wait. Dave, who is on mm. filling in, has two teenage daughters. Yes, he says yes. Uh, Leo, you have... Uh, I have a 10-year-old son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a 9-year-old daughter, a 5-year-old daughter, and a 3-year-old daughter. All right. So all of us are... So I was 10 when this movie first came out. Yes. Yes, I'd have been around that age too, yeah. And we immediately just started watching this. Mm. And we were. this came up because we were talking about a movie that had recently dropped, I believe, on Netflix called The Dirt, which is based on the Motley Crue book. Oh, okay. It's oh, autobiographical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it all back. And talking right. about letting kids see these sort of things. Or, Leo, you and I had talked about uh, when we took uh, your wife and son to Blazing <laughs> oh, Saddles. You brought that up. Well, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> as a thing, like, we were raised in what we didn't really consider inappropriate movies even though the movie rating system existed yeah. because it was like violence and mm, somehow that mm. was acceptable but not 
a scene of uh, you know people having sex like you would see in other movies. Really, really true, Cliff. Really, like an important age that we lived through was the creation of the PG thirteen rating. Uh, a lot of folks don't know that came about because of Gremlins. And again, it's not because Gremlins has a bunch of nudity. It's not because Gremlins has drug use or sex in it. Though, I can imagine a slightly better Gremlins movie that does have all those elements. <laughs> I'll send you my script. You've got lots of spec scripts. Instead, it's because of the swords that were on Billy's wall in Gremlins and a deleted scene where he just goes through the town decapitating Gremlins left and right in just a fit of carnage. Oh, that's assumed it was the hamster in the microwave. Yeah, people marry Gremlin in a microwave, Gremlin in a blender. There's all kinds of gory Gremlin deaths there. Yeah. And it's after that movie that the MPAA decides, you know what? We need something between PG and R. Something that says, not quite Disney, but not quite uh, after 10 p.m. on cable either. And that's where the PG-13 rating so comes from. It came from violence, and then it was later used for boobs. That, that, that's just the thing. The, it's very funny how our own United States uh, puritanical system thinks that violence is more acceptable to show children than, say, something more natural like sex. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's weird how it's morphed, because... I mean, obviously, you know, I haven't gone out into the jungle and hunted anyone for sport Wait. because of seeing this film. I just want, know, I want to look you, you know in the of. eye when you say no, it, Cliff. No, no, no. I'm not signing anything. <laughs> um, but then again, neither did I go around having sex all the time because I saw stuff on TV. Hmm. I think we can all agree that, you know, it's not a one-to-one Wait thing. Wait a second. Have you ever killed anybody? Not that I know of. Have you ever had sex? Not that I know of. I drink a lot. <laughs> 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 but uh you know it, there is a there is a question about being desensitized to stuff where you know we're literally laughing sometimes when someone's getting speared and stuff like that and you know I'm not, i don't think we're going to sort this out at the end of a podcast saying that's right or wrong but it is strange to me that this is totally acceptable for you know kids to watch or maybe not acceptable but it, it's a fairly common thing since we all came through it but we wouldn't be having this same discussion. Like, we wouldn't have seen a film in 1987 where, like, oh, and here's another person, you know, riding that girl doggy style or something. We're like, and here's another one, and now they're falling off a waterfall while having sex, you know? It's like, <laughs> that it, would be very acrobatic. Even the yeah. few scenes in Fast Times at Ridgemont High served to give me more bad information than good information. <laughs> I was really confused about, like, some geography down there when I was little. Well, you know, honestly, there's a good point, because it doesn't really matter whether we think that bullets go through a human body or not, or whether you can hide behind a car door when you're getting shot or use a human as a shield. None of these things are true, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter, because we don't get into gunfights. However, there's a good chance you're going to meet someone that you're romantically interested in, and, yeah, these films are giving you some bad info yes. that... Yes. Uh, it could have an you know effect on your life. Extraordinarily bad. For example, most of the scenes only last like two to three minutes. Gentlemen, yeah, that's, that's, way long. that's not. That is way too long for a movie. <laughs> All right, Cliff and Aaron, I see why. I, I see why I'm not getting invited here that often. All right, I get a slightly different perspective I can bring to the situation. Edit that me. out to say two and a half years, <laughs> or whatever's a normal thing. I don't know. <laughs> two days, Cliff. Two days. Oh, I mean, I know that. <laughs> Everyone knows. Everybody that. knows. Relationships that. are a waste of time. Oh. <laughs> All right, back to violence for you. Then. <laughs> but you know, it's much more expedient. You, you do make a good point, Cliff. Uh, another thing that you're able to see a lot more of in movies is, uh, uh, like, masculine nudity. It's great for Arnold Schwarzenegger to be just covered in mud and bearing his muscles throughout all these screens. And we think, hey, in our patriarchy, that's cool. He could just do that. He's got that prerogative. 
even now, we've just had our first uh, couple of female superhero movies, right? Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman. Mm. And if for a minute the characters were topless and doing their thing, the focus would not be on the heroic aspects of the character. It wouldn't be on the drama inherent in any of that situation. It would only be on boobs. Yeah, I love that Captain Marvel, like literally there's not one thing that even looks vaguely like sort of... You know uh, what do you call it? Like classically tantalizing. Like, mm, she didn't mm. even show like cleavage. I actually like that. And what's crazy is how little that even mattered until someone even brought it up. Like, oh, that's cool that happened. I was like, oh, that's right. It's a good point. We just come yeah. become desensitized. No, you're right. They, they, I I really think you know if you if you contrast it with a movie like this where you've got all these images of uh, machismo that are being subverted, right? Because they're uh, really macho tough guys, and you think they're out there uh, trying to you know. Uh, fight the good fight and you know win against all odds and you find out you know they're just other hired hacks uh just a, a clerk sent by grocery store owners to collect the bill <laughs> like brando says yeah. and that's the, great and they and and they're and not even supposed to be working today <laughs> like clerks and, and an alien's out there hunting them saying like oh you think you're bad all right so and the point we're trying to make here is that you got you've got you got this all, all this license to have all this machismo and uh, all this kind of like you know masculine energy in these movies and, and we take it for granted and yet on the other hand you bring something in like you know a strong female character and people complain about not smiling enough I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was really awful. great how they like uh, try to erase any kind of even romantic subplots and subtext in that movie yeah I, Captain and, Marvel man. yes exactly because they did that in a way to like emphasize no we're just talking about a strong woman that's all it's about. Strong yeah. woman, period. Yeah. I need exactly. to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. it's worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and thank you for joining Captain Marvel Minute. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get on this one early, guys. So we're make sure no one stops us. Uh, but uh, do you have any other notes from this minute? So, uh, pardon, guys. I came in late in the minute. I actually haven't seen the minute in at least twenty years. But if I remember correctly, where I left last left this scene, the entire earth was destroyed. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger had just grappled up a log and lost his mud camouflage. Correct. So, right about now, the predator should be yeah. The predator should be dramatically pinning him in a Did. Wolverine-esque claw move, yep. daring me that. to pop the third claw, right? Yeah. Right. That yeah. kind of move? Yeah, yeah. all right. Literally. Okay. And then looks at his notes. skull through Predator Vision, you know, while he's choking him on a tree, throws him down, and then... Begins uh, to... Begins to... Depressurize. Undo, undo his gas uh, lines on his helmet. Oh, man. I, I, I just wish I could get invited next week for the mano a mano conclusion to this <laughs> dramatic battle where things really get real. Yeah, and the predator oh, says, you know, happen. welcome to my mandibles. That's right. <laughs> well, do you want to be welcome to mandibles? Do you want to be invited back? I would. Okay. And you can as well. And Dave, you can as well. But who, who always has an invitation is you, our listeners mm-hmm. around the world and That's here right. in the United States. We always welcome you, and we would love to hear from you. Feel free to drop us a line. Yeah. Feel free to uh, listen to some other podcasts. Feel free to... I don't know how you send us money. I've never actually sent anything up like that. But if you want to send us money, we'll work something out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure we can You'll find out. a way? Yeah, we'll find a way to take <laughs> we're, money. We're running out of time uh, for this show. We are going to do Predator 2. We don't exactly know the timing, but we're going to be doing Fear no, and Loathing. Real. Predator 2, guys? Come on. 
I love it. Come on, in Los Angeles, right? Pussy I mouth. Mean. Tanning Glover. Uh, we are also. <laughs> He's too old for that shit, Cliff. He's <laughs> got two weeks of retirement. Uh, we're also going to be doing either concurrently or before or sometime around there. Fear and Loathing oh, in Las Vegas. That's a good one. That's I'm good looking one. forward good to that. So, yeah. uh, you know, if that's something you're interested in, we'll keep you posted. We already have, I think, fearandloathingminute.com mm-hmm. uh, bought. Uh, but you can find us on the Movies by Minute Network, which is just moviesbyminute.com, and you can search by all your favorite films. Does that be that one? Maybe something else you'd like to see. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to thank uh, Leo very much for yes. coming on. I want to awesome. thank uh, Dave yes, thank you. for coming in. You guys, are he great. is giving us hand signals saying that he appreciates. My the pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anytime, anytime. 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 <laughs> and in the meantime, we're going to see you guys next week on the Predator Minute. Until then. <laughs>